0: Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Do you know that Roman 10 and 14 ends by saying these words? How shall they hear without a preacher? Well, get ready to hear and receive a faith-filled preacher, Pastor Clifford Kraft, who is about to deliver you a word straight from God. Now, here is today's message. And I want to show you in Scripture that we've basically been doing communion like it's some type of ritual, like it's a writ. That's the way we perform it. Um, half the people that are sitting there uh, have no no clue. Uh, a lot of kids just grew up doing it and seeing it. They didn't know what it was about, so they just continue to do it. Um, then you have people who sometimes visit your church and, you know... They don't know. Uh, You also are inviting people to your church that's not saved because you want to see them saved. A lot of time they come on Communion Day. They take communion. They don't know. And it's just not what God had intended. It's not what Christ, amen, um, inaugurated for the body of Christ. On that day, he sat there with his disciples. And broke the bread, gave thanks for it, gave them the bread, and then took the wine, uh, gave thanks for it, and gave it to them. What did he say? This is my body, which is broken for you. Didn't he say it? Glory be God. He gave them a thorough, overall understanding of what they were doing. We do it based across. we just grow up doing it without even knowing the meaning of what we're doing. all that's involved in the communion. The communion can be such a blessing to God's people. Oh, yeah. Bless you, there have been many people who have uh, had sicknesses in their body, including cancer, including cancer, and got healed while taking communion. Why? Because they had an understanding of what they were doing. On the other hand, there have been people who took communion and became sick. Okay? Just the opposite. Uh, I, because it was made for the believers. That's what communion is made for. Uh, that's why it was given. And as I said, sometimes we just invite people to come. A lot of those people are not saved. Uh, I don't know that the effect that it will have on them, probably none, nothing. It'd be just like they're drinking juice at the home, at the house. But for the but, but for the saint, it's different. Did you know that? Yes. So, what I do is share with you just a teeny bit of something that eventually I'm gonna just go all out and and teach. Um, how many of you are familiar with Livingston and Stanley, uh, Mr. Stanley and Livingston? You are? You are? You. Oh, you've heard of them? From you. From me? Okay. I don't know how much I shared with her uh, about that, but, uh, Let me talk to you just a little bit about it. In fact, you might look it up if you want to and and, uh, do some reading yourself. Not right now, because I'm talking. (laughs) But but, uh, look it up and see the exploration, exploration, exploring, exploration. Uh, Mr. Stanley and also Dr. Livingston, um, they're powerful, powerful, encounter they had with uh, your ancestors. And they know it well, and they came back to America and shared it with the people in in America, including the slaves. In fact, I tell the truth, they kept it from the slaves. Uh, Most of them that were uh, children and grew up as slaves, they didn't know it unless their parents passed it on down to them but those that are originally from Africa, of course, they knew what it meant. Um, uh, before God cut covenant with um, Abraham, um, the covenant had been cut for many, many, many years, people. And what happened, there was no doubt, um, the originality of it was lost. The holiness of it was lost, no doubt, through history. Uh, but, and then it got in the hands of pagan people and they began to practice and do things to idols, um, cutting covenants um, and making oaths to idols, things like that, which became very satanic, very demonic where they would even start, at one time, taking the babies and sacrificing the babies to uh, idols. Y'all know anything thing about that? And they would take their own children and sacrifice their children to idols. Okay, I'm glad somebody's with me, yeah. Yeah, they would. <clears throat> In fact, <clears throat> you have some heathen nations uh, um, who uh, would own purpose, intentionally, uh, ex- execute the first child. And some, and in some other places, you have children who understand that at some point in their life, they are to be given to this, this big idol over here. They know that. So the child is groomed, raised a certain way, and the child knows it from this bed that at some point, amen, my life will be given to this idol over here. And uh, eventually that happens. They take the life of the child, amen, and uh, sacrifice it to idols. Hmm? You read the New Testament? Do you read the New Testament? Well, you've heard Paul mention it when he was talking about speaking in tongues uh, over in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. when he said that uh, nobody speaking um, by demons can cause uh, can say, "Lord," am I right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that Jesus is Lord. He said that it, it can't be done. Amen. Um, uh, when you—that's what he was referring to. Okay, and he said only by he said that Jesus is accursed. Is what he said. And he said that uh, nobody can say that Jesus is his Lord except by the Holy Ghost. He said, "And get that right." Uh, I want to do some uh, some study on why we have communion, so that when we do have communion, you will understand what you're doing. Oh, yeah. That's why in some of our traditional churches, you hear the pastor say, if you don't have a right with God, it's best that you don't take communion. You ever heard that? Yeah, Yeah, that's where that's coming from. Glory be to God. Uh, He says it based upon what he reads uh, in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Um, But he still doesn't take the time out to tell them why it is so. Glory be to God. And they need to know that. So I want to read just a little bit of this. And uh, and we're going to spend just a few minutes in this and then dismiss. This message is called The Covenant. The Covenant. So Stanley has a book, by the way, uh, on the exploration uh, in Africa. He said, He cut the covenant more than 50 times with different tribes. Dr. Livingston and Mr. Stanley said they had never known the covenant to be broken. If one was to break the covenant, his own mother or wife or nearest relatives would seek his death or give his body uh, to the tormentors are uh, for destruction. Covenant with them was so powerful and so strong and they understood it well that and some of you all have watched this, I have as a kid watching television, watching Tarzan, you know, and other movies, you know, where they were cut covenant by slitting. Uh, you you watch the, the cowboy movies, you know, where the, the cowboy uh, would make a covenant with the Indian. You've seen that where they slit the, the risk, right? And the way they would do it to keep it from being so, um, so, um, degrading, you know, there's certain things that they just ensure on television. You know what I mean? They will only take the blood and, and bring the risk together. Amen. Blood with blood. Amen. To say, I'm now you, you are now me. I have your strength and your backing. You have my strength and my backing. All right, the way that it was really done now, man, is that, yeah, they would make an incision somewhere. It didn't necessarily have to be in the risk. They made an incision, but that incision, uh, you would have a priest on the side. When you read the New Testament, no doubt, just like myself, you don't really know fully and completely what those things are saying when they use certain words. You just read it and just keep reading it without having an understanding of what you just read. But you see, the book of Hebrews, amen, give us a good thorough understanding of what we're talking about. They would make the incision, the priest would be there to officiate everything and he would witness everything. His position was very important too because he was the eyewitness and the ear witness of every word spoken and everything done. They then would take the cup that was chosen and they would pour the blood that had been where you had been cut into that cup and you would bleed in that cup. And then the person that you're making covenant with, they also would do the same thing, bleed into the cup. And then they would mingle the two bloods together. Uh, Later on, In time, they began to add it with wine. In the beginning, it was just the blood. Mm -hmm. And they would just mingle this blood together. I guess they did the wine for taste. But at first, like I said, it was just blood. The priests then would begin to officiate. The one on this side and the one on this side. Let's say this guy over here, he was in agriculture, and they were people who grew all types of food. Let's say they grew corn and beans and, and potatoes and things like that. They, they grew certain wheats that you could make bread and, and barley and things like that for bread. This tribe over here were known to be warriors, and they were skilled warriors. Amen. Amen and nobody would come up against them because they they were strong people. Well, what would happen because these people here felt frail and defenseless against their enemies coming in, robbing them, and taking them from the things that they would grow, taking their food and whatever, even raping their women and all of that. Well, this guy over here would make covenant with this, bad king over here, okay? Which he has a reputation nobody bothered them. And the priest would officiate officiate the whole thing. Amen. He would get this man to say that all that I have is yours, and all that you have is mine. For a lifetime all of my people will enjoy your protection for us. We'll never have to worry about being robbed anymore. We'll never have to worry about people coming in, uh, uh, raping our women and doing crazy things to us because you are gonna protect us. We are gonna to say, to, see to it that you all always have food. Are you with me? Glory be to God. All right. And so, and a lot of times, they would remove something of very, very extreme value. That's the word extreme, I don't like. Uh, uh, Very costly or something that meant everything to that tribe, to that tribe. All right. And they would exchange those things. Sometimes they would even take their top coat and exchange their top coats. And this guy would put on his coat uh, to represent them and vice versa. And there were several ceremonial-like things that they would do. They then would drink the blood. This guy over here, he drinks the blood, All right? And From that moment forward, this covenant is sacred. Livingston and Stanley said that they had never, never known anything like that until they went to Africa. That African people understand covenant more than any people on the face of this earth. Did you know that? That's where you came from. They said out of all the people in the world, there were no other people that understand covenant more than African people. It meant everything to them. When they made covenant, nobody broke it. They said all of their years of being over there, and all of the different tribes that they got a chance to meet, they were missionaries. They said, that covenant meant everything to those people. Now, this was a stream that if someone in our family will break the covenant with these people over here, we don't hide you. We, We won't tell, we won't tell, we won't tell. No, we kill you ourselves. Because we understand the covenant. Y'all y'all don't hear me. Yeah. Y'all y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. No, no, no. See, the way we would do it is that, oh no, no, please don't know say that. Don't know say that. No, I can't, I can't. I can't I can't do it. Right? They're not like that. They're committed. Absolutely. And as he said, a mother with her own son, if he had broken that covenant, would take that boy and turn him over to them and they would kill him. He said, even your own wife, he said, that's how strong the covenant was. Well, you can imagine when I began to study this man, I was just Jesus Christ. And I said, you think, you know, the Bible, you think that, you know, the Bible, There's not a covenant. Nowhere. Even, and you talk about the Africans understanding covenant the way that they understand. Amen. Nobody understands covenant the way God does. (laughs) Glory be to God. Amen. So there's certain spiritual language in the Bible that when we read, we don't understand it. We just read it, but we don't get no comprehension, which means that we can't grab the fullness of it. Our God, amen. We can't enjoy it. We don't know what to do with it, amen. And it has everything to do with you and God. Amen. Everything. That's why you can say, if God be for me, who can be? A... That's why you can talk like that. That's just not saying stuff. That's for real. God wants to know the one you're in covenant with. He wants to know who gonna bother you. See, we have not understood this. God said, if I have made you a promise, amen, that I would do this thing for you. Why, why do you walk around and worry? Yeah. Do, are you calling me a liar? Y'all with me now. Yeah. And you know, I read, I'm not reading scriptures yet. But I'm just trying to get you there with me so that when we do read any scripture today, you will understand what it's really saying. Wow. Now, just that little bit of information right now, if I read any scripture that's going through my head right now, you'll say, oh. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Can I just read one that's going through my head? <laughs> look, 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 look if you will. We're we already in uh, Hebrews, aren't we? Aren't we? Where are we in Hebrews? Huh? Oh, God. Turn, turn your Bibles then to <clears throat> chapter Mm-mm-mm. thirteen. Oh boy. And I make you a promise that if you guys would join me for a few weeks of teaching on Wednesday night, dealing with this here thing right here, if you just would sacrifice whatever you need to sacrifice at the house, you know what I mean? To be here. Amen. I guarantee you that your life will change in such a way Until you'll be so glad you came. Are you with me? This is what increases our faith. Which make us have steadfast faith. Unmovable faith. Unwavering faith. It's when you know the truth. Let me read a little bit of this in Hebrews, the 13th chapter. And over the time of our, over the course, rather, of our doing these studies, you're going to come away with a lot of information. Ain't no joke. All right. Uh, Chapter 13, I'm going to start in the first verse. The covenant is an indissoluble covenant. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you have done a will or not yet. I mean, you feel like you're too young to even do a will, but I don't know whether you have a uh, life insurance or not and have a uh, uh, beneficiary. Hmm. Do you know how strong that that is? Yeah. The, oh, okay, now, hold, oh, that's a good that's a good point right there to show you what I'm talking about. That name on that insurance policy that said that Satter Sue is the beneficiary of the proceeds of this policy right here. Do you know none of the other family members come and say, "I know that ain't so." <laughs> She loved me just like she loved you. In fact, I think she loved me a little bit more than she loved you. How your name get on there? Right? You go get all the lawyers you want to ain't nothing he can do. Y'all come on talk to me a little bit. Do you know it ain't nothing he can do? He might be intelligent enough. He might be such a lawyer that he can hold it up in court for in probate for a few days or so. But because, you know something about that, don't you? Amen. You do too, don't you? They sell insurance. They know what I'm talking about. Amen. That because when you give them and read out to them, amen, and then they sign that thing right there. Is this who you want to be your beneficiary? Yes. Okay. Sign it. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. And that policy is issued. Oh, baby, it's solid as a rock. It's solid as a rock. I can't believe it. <laughs> they leave me nothing. <laughs> come on. Y'all get the point? Do you know that as strong as that is, it don't come close to this right here? Uh. Amen. Because whereas there might be a lawyer, a judge who can hold it up in probate for a while. Can't nobody hold that up right there. Okay, then. Uh, okay, then. Glory be to God. Look at verse one you, in, in uh, 13th chapter. It says, let brotherly love continue. Do not forget to entertain strangers. For by so doing... Some have unwittingly entertained angels. Remember the, the prisoners as if changed with them. Those who are mistreated, since you yourselves are in the body also. Verse four, marriage is, un- uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I didn't even get to the one I try to get to. <laughs> ho, ho, look at this one. Marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Let me help you right there. Amen. Most of us in America, amen, I have to say a whole bunch of us in America, white, black, brown, green, whatever. Don't understand that right there. None of us. You don't so quickly go see no lawyer. Come on. And, and I'm going to tell you something if the church would be what it's supposed to be the church would actually make a visit <laughs> you know four or five people just uh, uh, volunteer to go knock on your door just like Jehovah Witness <laughs> <laughs> knock on your door oh, what? What, y'all, what y'all doing here we want to talk with you <laughs> <laughs> what's going on uh, we just need to talk with you see it, it, I mean, people. You might say that the church need to mind their business. Let me tell you something. That is their business. It is their business. I'm just telling the truth now. Yeah. Now, people, don't, be, don't we, we? We never done nothing like that. Don't be looking at me like that? I'm just saying. But I'm just saying, if the church really did, what it supposed to? Do. Why? Because who, who told you you could just jump up and get a divorce? Come on, come on. Who told you that? Yeah. Watch this here. Because I just heard something very recently, amen, about some pastor telling people that they weren't supposed to uh, get no divorce. Amen. I had to jump on that because the truth is there's two ways of looking at that. Is that pastor wrong or is it right? Right. Now, what's this here? Now, I don't know the logistics of what went down, so I kept my mouth shut. Okay, cause the, she she might have had a right to say, "See you, joker." Yeah. See, you know, I don't know what he did. You know what I mean? You know, she might have had a right. And the Bible tells you plainly, Amen, that there's certain things you don't do. Yeah. Cause if you do that, Amen, that's automatic out. Yeah. See you. I didn't like you in no way. See you. <laughs> See you. You know what I mean? Yeah, nothing about. It. Yeah, I'm just saying. Why are you looking like now? He looking all serious and stuff. You finna write a book? <laughs> you finna write a book? Look, look, look. I'm only trying to say, am about covenant. I ain't going to be long. I'm just talking about covenant. <laughs> DJ said, Pastor, why are you messing with me like that? Yeah. Look, 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 look. Watch this here. That's the reason the Lord dealt with it the way he did because only he understood it. When they came to him in, in Matthew, the 19th chapter, amen, the Bible said they were trying to entice him. They were trying to set him up. They were trying to trick him. They say, wasn't it written in, in the, the book of Moses, Amen, and the law, Amen, that a man may leave his wife for any cause, Amen? They just they're looking at each other. Like, yeah, we got him now. We got him now. Jesus said, um, wasn't it uh, also written? By God Himself. He talking about no law. He's talking about what Moses wrote, what God, Amen, Amen, let a man go unto his wife and cleave unto her and the two become one. Right? He said, Moses gave you that because of what? The hardness of your heart. In other words, these people are so callous hearted that Moses had to come up, Amen, good God Almighty. He had to take the law that the angel had given to him from God, right? He said, I got to make an amendment in this law. He actually makes an amendment in the law of God and say, well, you can divorce her. You know, if things are just that bad and you don't want to be with her, you know, I guess you're going to have to be able to divorce her. God said, but wasn't this said before Moses wrote that? Amen. Come on now. Now watch this here. Amen. So Paul comes along and Paul says the same thing. Amen. Let a man stay with his wife. Let a wife stay with husband. He said, but if you cannot stay, amen, let them remain what single. Yep. That's what he said. What he said? Mm-hmm. Amen. And, 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 and you know what I mean? I guess until they get it right yeah. and then come back together yeah. again. Yes. Right? Amen. Watch what he says now. <laughs> he said, but... For fornication, amen, you can get out of there, he said, didn't he? A whole lot of whip. <laughs> you can come out of there. There is so much grace in the, the New Testament that people might have or may have divorced each other without having anything to do with fornication, I mean fornication, I mean adultery, amen, at all, but is that grace that God would forgive these people? Of course. Sure he will. Sure he will. There's also a principle. Okay? There's also principles. The Bible said, but if you be married, amen, you should be married in the Lord. Stay with me now when you divorce somebody you better make certain, amen, that it was legit. Because if not you'll never be completely happy in the next one. Don't you be fooled by watching TV? You will not. You will not. Why? Because there's another law at work. Whatsoever man, sow, that is what he will also reap. Amen. That's New Testament. Are you with me? So you got that law at work. So make certain that you're not the one that caused it. Come on, come, on. come on, Because you'll get into another relationship, amen. It'll come back and bite you. I, Pastor, you've done some teaching. I know it enough, but these are things that are important. Because let me tell you something, amen, I happen to know firsthand, amen, of a certain individual, I begged them not to divorce their wife. Did you beg? Yes. I you're out your mind, man. I said, you got a good wife. What wrong with you? What wrong with you? He said real childish things like, oh, I don't supposed to be happy. Okay, so I was supposed to be happy. I said, you selfish, Ross, you? I did. I said, you so, ooh, you so selfish. Your happiness. You're going to walk out, and if you, you're going to hurt this, look, this woman over here. But, but, but what about my happiness? He did it. I didn't think that he would do it. He did it. And when I found out about it, I was sick in my spirit. I said, no, he didn't do that. Yes, he did. I mean, he hurt a good woman. He did. And I mean, I was ripped. The very next marriage he had, that woman came in with a whip, so to speak. Slash her. And she was taking the skin off of his body. Slash y'all. And he was hollering, oh, no. Oh, no, somebody help me. You know what I mean? When they first told me how he was hollering, I don't, y'all know I don't mean literally. You know what I'm talking about. When they told me about how much he was complaining, carrying on, I said, well, yeah. Yeah. well, I said, that's just the way it go, baby. Amen. They go. I mean, she whipped him until she got tired of whipping him. Wow. Amen. Then on top of that, she took everything he had. Yes, left him on the floor. Did you hear what I said? Amen. Well, he recovered. I'm telling you nothing but the truth. I got people here that'll say amen. 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 When he recovered from it, right, he got the second wife, amen. She took on what the first one didn't do. She said, I'll finish them all. Am I telling the truth? That's right, baby. Amen. That boy went for a season and a ride. I said, this don't make no sense. This don't make no sense. And this one here, the second one, amen, not only stripped him of any finance he might have still had hidden, amen, she stripped him of his pride. She stripped him of everything she could strip him of. Now tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. I ain't going to get into no more details either. I'm just going to tell you, Amen and just as he thought that he would get over that one. Amen. The third one came, amen. He didn't marry her. He almost. He didn't. She came with two guns, a sword, a machine gun. (laughs) Look, 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 look. Let me put it to you like this and then I leave it alone in, in case you think I'm lying. It was so bad, I wanted to see about him. That's how bad it was. Yes, sir. That's right. I never did say I told you so, because I mean, what are you going to do, put salt in the wound? Amen. <laughs> hey, he already hurt me. Amen. Here's my point. I said, so I've been telling people for years. They don't get it. You don't think that you can just hurt somebody and walk on off and forget about it. I guarantee you, you ain't. I, look look, look at my face. I guarantee you, baby, you ain't going to forget that right there. You, you don't get the right to just hurt people and just walk away and act like you some kind of, I don't think so. It's waiting for you. It's actually sitting there waiting on you. And it's going to get you and eat you up. Ain't no joke. How many don't talk about? Yes, you don't do that. You don't do that. Hurt people, uh or try to destroy their life because of your selfishness. Whatever. But just as sure as I'm standing here, baby, amen. I mean, it ain't so much like I wanted to happen. I don't pray pray to God. I don't sound like that, but I I just, I just want you to know, man, it's it's not good to do that. God, God ain't going to let you do it. Let me tell you what he's saying in case people don't understand. He say, he said, touch not my anointing. God said, don't you touch him? Don't you touch him? And people better know it. Woo. Are y'all listening to me? Yes, sir. People better know it. Look, look, look. And do me, do this favor too. God mind I'm going to try to get back to what I'm doing here. Amen. When you know people who might be in church or whatever, but you hear them using their mouth against another person. If you love them, you're going to say, stop it. Stop, stop it now. Stop it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Now, people that I was had a chance to be around be close to, include my own mother. Amen. I wouldn't let her do it. Amen. I said, Brooke, you don't, you don't understand. Amen. God ain't gonna let you do that. Amen. It's your link. You, you might well keep your feelings to yourself, keep your mind to yourself. That stuff will get you, boy. Yes, it will get you. DJ, I'm telling you, brother, I have lived by uh, uh, these principles. I have watched them uh, at first, uh, kind of uh, far off watching them. But then when I started actually just seeing this stuff, I got to look closer to see, was that really what I'm looking at? And I said, it is. It really is. God's word is his law. New Testament or Old Testament, his word itself. We're talking about Mosaic law. We're talking about God's word. Amen. It's law. And so we don't get the chance to just do what we want to. Jesus. I promise you at some point in your life, it's going to come back and bite you. Jesus comes on the scene, introducing all of what I'm saying right now. He said to those who would have mercy, he said, let them be what? Merciful. In other words, it is what you sow is what you reap. Yeah. You want mercy? Show mercy. Yes, sir. To those, amen, who would want friends, let them show themselves friendly. You sow it, you reap it. Everything that God made that way, he made it to be that way. You sow it, you reap it. Whatsoever you do unto others, amen, it shall be done unto you, Jesus said. It's the same principle. Sowing and reaping. Found that years ago, and I I mean, I screamed it from the pulpit, not wanting none of my members to have to fool with, nothing like that. I I warned all of them because during that time, I had some mean members, amen, I did. And I used to tell them, look, please, y'all quit that, amen. I said, let me tell you something what a curse is like, amen, a curse works just like a boomerang. I said, you throw it, it come up, boom, it hits you. You go, oh my God. What was what that? It, what you threw? <laughs> Think about it. And that's what people, they target certain people, amen, I got, I'm gonna I'm get them today, amen. And I don't mean literally do it that way, but they do it, you know what I mean? They target people, amen, and it, amen. And before long, when they ain't even thinking about it, boom. God, I ain't did nothing to nobody. You don't know, forgot all about You you're the one through the doing yeah. thing. Am I right about it? Yeah. And they always play innocent when something happened to them. Yeah. It is because they don't understand the foolishness that they're living. Wow. I mean, you're doing that to yourself. Wow. You're doing it. Amen. You're sowing it, and then you cry when you reap it. Yeah. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. What you do unto uh, others shall be done unto you, Jesus said. That's what caused us to be slow to speak. God said, because you might not mean to do it. You're just talking. Yeah. Why? Because you're just kind of used to doing this. Yeah. So you're not even on guard. You have no restraints. So you just open your mouth and talk because you think you're big enough to do it. Guess what? It's going to get you. Yeah and you have these bad days, and you can't understand what my bad day is about. It's what you're doing, it's what you're sowing, it's what you're planting. My God, the field you're walking in, there, you put all that in that field. Come on. And looking for fruit to come up, ain't no doing fruit coming up, not my thistles and thorns, amen, because that's what you're sowing. Get you some apples in that field. Hallelujah, some peaches, yeah. some strawberries, and some good stuff. Yeah. Hallelujah, grow you some roses. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Grow it, be the yeah. Grow you some beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause life can be so mean that you wonder sometimes I, I just, just want to die. <sighs> and they don't know that they are their own enemies. Yeah. 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 Their own enemy. I don't know, just, sometimes things just so hard. But I try my best at all times to be a good teacher, even when I make people mad with me. Amen. I let them know what, what, they, what some of what they're dealing with. You can't say all of it is coming from there, you know, but I let them know some of the stuff that they're dealing with. I also make them understand that they're opening the doors to their enemy. Yeah. They're letting Satan in yeah. by what they practice. Yeah. Come on. Yes, sir. And everybody know that he hate God's people. That's right. And that's why they, God's people shouldn't practice those things. Because right. he looked for an opportunity to get them. Amen. Amen. The Bible said "The thief comes to f- steal, kill, and destroy, he don't like you because Christ is on you. Amen. He don't like you because Christ is in you. He hate Christ. He hates you. Yeah. And don't you know when you leave yourself wide open like that, he will come in and hurt you. Yeah. He'll yes, hurt you. You better know it. I can't say it loud enough, uh, Larry. He, he, he is hes so ugly. He's so ugly. God God tries to describe him for us to, to know what he is. Amen. He is ugly. And he should not have the access that he has to some Christian. He ain't got no business with it. Amen. Glory be to God. We have to close the doors on him. Come on, somebody. Amen. So all he can do is stand outside and knock. Amen. Can't get in there because you live a lifestyle that don't let him in there. Hallelujah. You put the- on the whole armor of God. You don't let him in there. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Y'all with him. Yeah. Y'all do him. Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, I feel this. Uh, I'm going to read a couple more scriptures and I'm gonna leave this alone. I, I can tell I'm about to go somewhere. I am. I am. I'm turning. <laughs> Where did I stop? Anybody know? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Verse five. Verse, verse five. I was talking about marriage. Verse 5, let your conduct be without covetousness, be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And because he has said that, he don't like it when we sit around and complain about what we ain't got and what what we wish we had and all that. He don't like that. Let me tell you something. When he has given you what it take to get whatever you want and you sit around all the complaining about what you ain't got. He don't like that. Glory be to God. You have what it take to get what you want. All right. Look, 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 look. So we may boldly say the Lord is my what? My helper. I will not fear what man can do to me. Remember those who rule over you. Uh Uh-uh, there's another one. Amen who has spoken the word of god to you whose faith follow considering the outcome of their conduct all right jesus christ is the same yesterday today and forever do not be carried about with various tri- uh, strange doctrines for it is good that the heart be established by faith not with foods which have no profit Uh, uh, which have not rather profited those who have been occupied with them. Uh, He's speaking right there to people who understand the old Mosaic Mosaic law. All right, verse 10. We have an altar from which those who serve the tabernacle uh, have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin, are burned outside the camp. Therefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Therefore, let us go forth to him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For here we have uh, no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name, but uh, do not forget to do good and and to share for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Obey those who rule over you And be submissive, for they wash out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. How about that? How about that? Um, And starting this coming Wednesday, I will intentionally... Um, take from all of the New Testament worries uh, that have to do with the covenant that we are under through Christ Jesus uh, because of Christ. Christ is actually the one um, that is in covenant with the Father. We then become a part of that covenant through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. So Galatians and the book of Hebrews, uh, and portions of the book of Romans. Um, this this is serious stuff. I want you to know that uh, Ephesians and Colossians and John's writings also uh, would be. Um, most of the scriptures that we will be dealing with during this study, um, we will study the blood. And as I said, the reason for having communion. um, And by the way, there's no free agents uh, in the body of Christ. those that know football know exactly what I just said (laughs) thank you for tuning in we know that for those who receive your lives have been radically transformed by the power of the word of God today is the day of your salvation are you ready to grow in your walk with the Lord We are located at 3701 Atlanta Highway, Suite 16 in Athens, Georgia. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So to hear today's message again, visit our website at trueagapechristianchurch.org. Thank you and God bless you.